Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Dodgers made a trade with the Rays. The Royals are signing everyone and some other things have happened. Especially in San Francisco where they signed the guy. Ha! Snuck it in there. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball brought to you by SeatGeek. Thank you very much for joining us today. If you like baseball and you enjoy the show, you can hit subscribe. That helps us out. Like the video, leave a comment, all that good stuff. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. We got Trev in the middle and producer BBD behind the dish. It's December 18th. The holidays are coming up. Yamamoto is going to sign somewhere soon, maybe, hopefully. We did have some trades and some uh, signings. So, you know, with all the Otani episodes... Come and gone. We got a lot of catching up to do, Jake. A lot of little moves. You like any of these? How are you doing? James, Trevor, Davis, I'm doing well. It's the holiday season. Um, starting to rewatch a Game of Thrones, which I'm really, really enjoying with my sweet Jessica. She's never watched. Uh, so that's a, that'll get me through uh, the off season. Winter is coming. Uh, and I'm doing well. And I'm glad to talk some ball because we, you know, couple hundy mill transactions happen that we got to catch up on um and i don't know trev's ale central is cracking me up because i (laughs) I think they i think they think there's some blood in the water that some of the boys are are kind of going for it so i don't know you you know that gets uh gets a little lead in my pencil so i'm doing well how's uh can you ask trevor how he's doing for me trev jake wants to know how you're doing Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm doing great, guys. Great to be here. I was explaining that I had my alumni game this weekend, so the body's not great. The body's sore. Three innings pitched, probably threw around 65 pitches, 4Ks. Uh, just left it all out in the field. You guys know that's what I like to do. I, I don't. I give it my all against these guys, man. So that was fun, uh, but I am sore. And I do want to talk about these deals. The AL Central is not up for grabs. That is the Twins. You know it. I guess we'll talk about that a little later in the show. I'm happy the Royals are doing what they're doing. There's no doubt about that. Mm. Um, but what are they doing? I think we got to start with our board glass now and this trade with the Dodgers. This is one of those trades where you kind of saw it coming. And then they rumored it for a little bit, and then it's official. So the Dodgers get right-handed starting pitcher Tyler Glass now. Outfielder Manuel Manuel Margot and cash, not the coach, just money. Mm-hmm. They get money, and the Rays in return get Ryan. How do you say it? Pepio, Pepio, and Johnny DeLuca. Oh, you didn't need to ask how to say that one, huh? Nope, nope. I'm not French like Trev. It's Pepio French. Oh. Sounds French. Bunch of letters at the end that you just don't even say. That's French. That's a good question. Is Pepio French? I don't know. Sounds like, like you know, yeah. which just sounds nah. French. That's the trade. Oh. It's such an interesting deal when you get a trade and it's contingent on an extension being uh, given. Doesn't that just put all the leverage into the guy who, like Tyler Glassnell's bag? Like, okay, like this trade doesn't go down unless I agree to what you give me. Okay, here's what I want. Five years, 136.5 for Tyler. Obviously very happy for him. Uh, He's like one of the most interesting pitchers in all of baseball because when he is healthy, when he is on the mound, like his stuff is out of this world, but he hasn't pitched a lot. I think last year was his career high in innings with 120, and you're paying, I guess, what does it end up being? Uh, 27 point something a year for him. So you're banking on health. You're banking on the fact that you think your organization can do a better job of keeping him healthy. And if if it does come to fruition and the Dodgers do keep him healthy, I mean, it's a steal. It's a steal even at that price tag because of what he's able to do on the mound. His, you know, he has all the stuff. Like I said, when he is healthy, I mean, he's he's kind of one of, you know, he's an elite pitcher in baseball when he's healthy. So they're just take they're taking a chance on him in a rotation that really needs Kind of more bodies. We talked about that with the Dodgers. They have, you know, Walker Buehler coming back, and usually you're saying that's great. One of the, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball, but he's coming off a second TJ. You have some of these young guys that are unproven. You're probably going to get Kershaw back. I'm assuming they're going to get him back. But again, there's a lot of question marks in this rotation. And even though 
you'd think glass is kind of like an answer to some of these questions. I think he's kind of like almost like another question mark. I kind of feel bad saying that, but it's the truth, isn't it? It's a keep him help healthy for the postseason. Uh, he's already pitched in the postseason. Uh, his his last sixty starts, which goes back to twenty nineteen. Uh, he's got a 303 ERA, uh, almost more than 100 strikeouts per inning pitch. So, you know, when he's out there, his his talent is in an elite, elite league. Like one of, one of my favorite games is always if there was a league above Major League Baseball. You know, if this was quadruple yeah. A and there was a five tuple A, math. Uh, Tyler Glasnow would be in that league. Like the, the dude's a monster. He's my wedding friend. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm, I, dude, How he many gets, teams do you have in that league? He, uh, I don't know. I'd probably have it as like a 16 team starter league. Um, 16 teams. Wow, that's a lot of players Whoa. that are at that level. Well, I, I got less than I got like two yeah, teams. Yeah, I have oh, two teams. teams. But yeah. it's, it's, we're bringing yeah. in the whole universe. So you're getting people from other planets and stuff. Uh, um, I'll lay that out for you guys another time. Uh, Glass A, I'm stoked he goes to the Dodgers. I mean, like, think about everything we just said about Shohei, Mookie, Freddie, like, uh, he's a California guy that, for <laughs> the length of his contract, <laughs> they're going to be competing. Uh, yeah. Never mind the fact the Dodgers are always competing because they've won the NL West 10 of the past 11 years. So uh, happy for him that he's going to be, you know, going for the World Series every year. And, yeah, they're, they're making a bet on his high-end talent because um, he's thrown 120 innings once. That was last year, 120 innings on the nose. And I saw them trying, or I've heard some people trying to compare it to, the, like, the Zach Wheeler signing when it happened. Because Wheeler had a couple injuries, but outside of Wheeler's injuries, he threw big inning seasons. So, um, for the Dodgers in glass now, I, let's find out next year, because he has had some funk between, like, uh, you know, I felt like the COVID season was supposed to be his full breakout year, and, you know, he got his full 11 starts in, but that's obviously a different story that... Hey, maybe he can start racking up 28 start seasons. If you're the Dodgers, I, I think they just want that big man healthy for October because he can he can win you a playoff game himself. I'm just cheering I mean, on the Rays. Shed $33 million and they get to put into no new players. That's awesome. It's such a Rays move because Pepio is a good pitcher too. Now you have this guy controllable for the next, what, five years, maybe even six. I don't know if he reached that level last year or not. I believe it's five years of team control with him. He's making the league minimum the next two years, then through R. I mean, this is – when I think about this trade, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I do love me some glass now, but you have this guy who was, I believe, you know, a top ten prospect. Your sixth prospect comes up actually, you know – does well in his starts last year and you have him for control and you know, you're going to be spending more money and you're the Dodgers and you just don't care. I guess you're willing to bet that, you know, when glass now is right, he's a tier above Pepio or maybe two tiers above Pepio. And not many teams were able to do that, dude. Like I think a majority of baseball teams in the big leagues would look at this trade and say, nah, I'd rather have the guy cost controlled for the next five years. I guess last night is cost controlled now, but um, at a much lower rate over the next five years. But, I mean, I, I actually like this move for the Rays a lot. It's great both ways. I mean, this is perfect for the Rays. They, they've got an arm they will use for the next four years, three years, and, and then they'll trade him like they trade Glass now, and the cycle continues. So I, I think it's funny. The Rays, probably the thing, one of the things they measure the most is innings. Like that's uh, when they were becoming the Rays, are the Rays, are the Rays, is that – they look at innings. That's why they use that bullpen and they want to go to that bullpen. And I know they've adjusted a little bit because I do think they, they found out they were overworking uh, their guys a little bit. But, you know, if, if let's say Glass now gives 140 innings this year, which would be 20 more than he's given uh, in his career. Let's say Pepio, who's got a couple seasons in the minors where he's pitched over 100 innings. If he gives the Rays over 100 innings this year, they'll almost feel like they've got three more years to to get back what they've been looking for or what they gave up in glass now without having to pay him. And who knows if Johnny DeLuca can can be something for them. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this was like a perfect trade kind of for both organizations. Um, the extension's weirding me out. I mean, it's a lot of money for someone who hasn't thrown that many pitches. I mean, you were hanging out with Glassnow and uh, Archer. I mean... 
feel like they're similar. Like it's high end talent, but not many. Well, Archer actually had maybe more full seasons of like really good under his belt. Oh yeah. Like, uh, but that's the spin. Because you could say if Glasnow's body says stays healthy, his shoulder elbow doesn't have the same wear and tear. That like you know you mentioned Arch. Arch pitched two hundred innings a year for five years, and that's probably what ends up wearing on you as as you get older. So that's the that's kind of the yeah. I just don't know. I don't think I have him in the other league that you have him in. I mean, obviously love Glasnow, but really, no, he hasn't really done it. He's got a Career just talent wise, you the know, other this is this is old school talking baseball when Jimmy would talk about Tyler Glass now. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, sure, there's always a little bit of you know, yeah, um, you're a skeptic because you got to do it, yeah, you can't still, just flash to, it to here me, and there, to you got to put it together. He, to me, he still has never, never done it, he's never thrown over 25 games in a season and had like a under 3 5 ERA. Like, it's, I don't know, I, I. I think the contract's insane. I'm very happy for him that he got his money. I don't know who the Dodgers were competing with. Uh, so. Cubs, Blue Jays. Yeah, but excited. He'll, he'll, the Dodgers will make him better. Hopefully they can make him healthier. The, the Rays are surely, you know, they like hurting pitchers. Sorry for Pepio. That's a bummer. But that's crazy. I mean, the extension's really weird. It's $30 million for three years, and then he can... If they don't give him 30 in that last year at 20, in 2028, if they don't opt in for 30 mil, he can then hit a button that says, well, you got to give me 20, and then he's still on the team. So he's on the team no matter what, unless he doesn't want to and he thinks he's going to go get more than um, 20 somewhere else. But I like when there's two different buttons being hit. Player team says, mm-hmm. no, we don't want to give you 30. He says, well, you're giving me 20. Yeah, it's it's an interesting deal. I think it actually ends up being twenty one and a half, the player option because Jeff Passan got that one wrong when he initially reported it. No big deal, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm interested in how the Dodgers are going to use uh, Margot because we've seen that guy have some huge moments for the Rays. Um, they kind of have a center fielder in James Outman that I believe is probably going to play every single day there. So, you know, you, whether you line him up in left field or you platoon him, which is kind of what people are saying that might platoon him with. With Jason Hayward, like that's a funny thing to me. Like Jason Hayward kind of comes out of nowhere, has a nice season, and now all of a sudden you got Margot and Jason Hayward out there. It's going to be interesting to see how they deploy it because they they have some options. The Dodgers have a lot of things they need to still do. Like they need to like shore up everything. They keep saying Mookie's their second baseman. Mookie's the second baseman. Okay, well then you got to go get some outfielders and and fill that space up. They I'm also not sure need they're a, done on the pitching front. Like there's there's things they have to do. They also need a six man rotation with Otani now pitching next not next year, but the year after that. So I guess this helps them lock up another pitcher for longer because they need more than they're used to needing. Yeah, that's that'll be a 2025 problem for them. Uh, they they'll still need innings this year, and I I think the the way to look at it, I, I think Passon was talking about it like for. The reason why this is such a good move for the Dodgers is because they're openly one of the biggest market teams. They're they're in very much a window that they're going to be doing that. That the risk reward of Glass now is, you know, he's not promising you innings. He he promises you high level of performance. That if you can keep him out there for the playoffs, they still need innings for this yes. upcoming season. And that's that's where I've always leaned leaned towards Corbin Burns. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Walker Bueller's coming off injury. Bob Miller's still young. And then, you you know, back into their rotation right now is Yarborough and Sheehan. So, I don't know. They're supposedly in the Yamamoto race. Uh, Burns makes a ton of sense uh, to me. And if they could tag on Willie Adamas, I've been pushing that narrative and probably another free agent or two. So, uh, and they always have young arms coming up uh, that do, uh, you know, achieve at a certain level, whether that's you know, maybe Gavin Stone makes the jump or Sheehan or whoever it is. Um, and, yeah, Mar- Margot, uh, I mean, is a perfect bench lefty platoon guy for them. He's, his career's always been better against lefties, and that can be Hayward insurance. That can be Outman insurance because he can play everywhere. And, you know, they, they might have some dodgery stuff that they see with him that they can tap into a little more. So, Does this make trade. him in the top five paid starting pitchers? An MLB on a Last now? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, he's making 30 mil a year. 
I know we got his, his AAV Cole, hits like Scherzer, Verlander already. Otani, Cole, Strasburg, but he's gone. Degrom. That's all I, like I have. Gotta be, that's kind of nuts to me. Scherzer, four or five. Spotrek has Otani, Scherzer, Verlander, Degrom, Cole, Corbin, Strasburg, Rodon, Sale. Is that Patrick? Well, Rodon's twenty-seven. Right, twenty-seven eight. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Glass has AV's twenty-seven five, so around there yeah. this year. But next year he'll be at thirty. Well, his AAV stays the same number in real dollars. He'll make thirty. Like in, I, in real dollars, this, this next year's twenty-five. Two. I believe it's the last year of his. Twenty twenty-four uh, is twenty twenty. Twenty twenty-five is thirty. Yeah. So top ten, right around it. He's got the stuff. Guys will jump that. I think that's the thing that we all, you know, we're all dancing around. Yes, he's got the stuff to be that type of pitcher, but he hasn't done it long enough where you typically would give a pitcher that kind of money. Yeah. Do you think the Dodgers will be in the playoffs? Yes, I do. They just need him healthy for that. What are they going to do, Jake? They're going to bubble wrap him in August and September and say, just sit here. Just sit here innings. They should do that with Otani. That's what I, I don't know if I said that on air or off air. Should just let Otani play every day as a hitter for the first half of the season and then just have him pitch the second half and be there for the postseason and keep him fresh for his 10 years. Who the fuck cares? You're the Dodgers. You're going to be in first place. They're gonna, yeah, <clears throat> they're going to do something like that. They're going to do they, – they have to have some sort of huge plan, but, like, like they need to maximize all these signings, and, and maybe they'll take some advanced approach like that. Like, it doesn't have to be like, hey, you're not going to pitch until X. Yeah, or but. maybe instead of a six-man rotation, have him literally, like, go every other week with the dude. But I don't know. You should definitely – Tush and Otani start to the season as a pitcher. Two, two Tommy Johns, and, you know, how long is it going to last? Like, if you can get him to make 15, 10 to 15 starts the second half of the year and then be there for the playoffs, pretty fresh. Well, this is awesome. While he hits the first half. Do like, kind of what the Yanks just did with King and stretch him out that last two months. Yeah. Would be a good team. 2006 Roger Clemens, you know. Yeah. Just get it. Oh, get on it the plane? St- just get it started. The team on the- His first start was June 22nd. Boom. Yeah. Hated spring training. Get a couple starts in before the All Star break, and then fire it up. Yeah, <laughs> isn't he only pitched at home? Right, he didn't pitch on the road. Is that true? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I certain bull- road trips. Some bullshit like that. Only yeah. only the good cities. He's yeah. like, Actually, I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> All of the fun ones. It's crazy. <laughs> oh man. No, it's not crazy. DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm. Well, maybe this deal is uh, because if you want to get in, this is for me. The NBA season starts. Christmas and new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks, an instant dub just for you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TALK, and new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on basketball only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALK. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net in New York. Call 87 87- Oh my God! They changed all the numbers to words in the in the read. Uh, you got so it. So every number is listed as a word now. Call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY, which is four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available for prom gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Good job, Jake. Way to go. Way to, way to battle. Seeing four sevens on a piece of paper. Seven, 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 seven. Written out. Usually you Don't see know that if I've ever seen that. On the top of a taxi. Don't know if I've ever seen that. Seven 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 seven. Lee goes to the Giants. Mm. Young Hu Lee, six-year deal. More than people guessed he was going to get. And there's even, like, way more money involved than the money he gets. Or, like, you know, the, the AAV money, which is kind of interesting. It's another interesting contract, which I enjoy. Um, it's a $5 million signing bonus. Way to go. You sign this piece of paper. Here you go. And then in 2024, $7 million. 2025, $16 million. 2026, 22 mil. 2027, 22 mil. 
And then 2028, 20 and a half. And then 2029, I believe, 20 and a half as well. So he can opt out of the last two years, 41. Yes. Um, if he doesn't opt out, yeah, it's 20 uh, and a half. Yeah. So what's that? So that's 22 plus 22 is 44 plus 16 mm. is 67. And then the signing bonus gets you to 72 guaranteed. It's all guaranteed to him. It's his opt out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like 13. 22, 22, 16, 7, and 5. A lot of money. That's a lot of numbers. That's a lot of numbers. Uh, they also had to pay 18 mil to the Kiwoom Heroes. Hosting fee. Yeah. I want to love this. I do. I want to love this. I want him to come mm. over and absolutely rake. He was hilarious at his press conference. You know, like, seems like an energetic, like, joyful dude that will do well in a clubhouse. That's like my first initial reaction was like, this guy's going to be fun. And then you start to like, look at, you know, what does he do on the baseball field? How can he help the Giants? Is it going to translate, you know, over to uh, Major League Baseball? Because we've seen a lot of Korean hitters come over and, you know, there's been a few that have had success. Jolly just put out a video about uh, Shinsu Chu, who was awesome to watch, one of the, a, a pure hitter. Um, but there's also, you know, many other guys that have come over. I played with one of them, Young Ho Park, who was a masher over there. He came over and just it just didn't work. Um, he ended up going back and and mashed again. But it, this is a different type of hitter than Byung Ho. Lee's a contact oriented guy. Um, gets on base at a super high clip. The plate discipline is there. Uh, one thing that caught my eye when I was reading up on it was the sixty percent ground ball rate. Like that is nuts. Like that doesn't. That's not what teams are typically looking for. Not what teams are typically giving to guys, giving a massive contract to. It has him right now. Is that on our sheet or is that on a? Yeah, Lee had a ground ball rate of around sixty percent, which would be higher than any MLB regular in twenty twenty three, except for Tim Anderson. Nice. That's interesting, Babbitt right? King. Like that's not what we're trying to do in the big leagues at this moment. That's not what they're teaching guys to do. They want slug. They want you to put the ball in the air. You know, and and he's not doing it. I'm curious, are they going to make him, are they going to try to change him? Because not only are you coming over and you're facing a whole new league, you don't know any of these fucking pitchers, which is very difficult. Uh, but then if they're going to try to change your approach, that's, that's, I'm curious to see how they're going to work with this guy because, you know, that's just not the way the game is necessarily played right now. And maybe they're, maybe we're getting back to it. You know, maybe this is, you know, we're, we're getting back, as we saw last year, get on base, steal some bags, all that. Like, we don't need slug because the stolen bases are up. Maybe that's what they're thinking. But um, that's the one number that that caught my eye for sure. Man, it's the Giants get their guy. Like, we, we've talked a lot about Giants targeting, a fr targeting free agents, uh, and this is the 100 mil guy, uh, 132 if it's all in with posting fee and he, he stays with his options. Um, it, you got to be honest, it's it's a little nervous. Like, hey, I, I love a presser, and I, I hope that contact baseball is back. And, you know, he he's won some center field gold gloves uh, over there that hopefully he can play all three outfield positions because, you know, San Francisco, it's a big outfield. So, hey, if you brought in the guy that can play all the outfield positions, be a good lefty contact bat uh, and mix it up and like, hey, you know, uh, Hassan Kim came over, and I, I think, I think Lee profiles as a better hitter uh, than him. And Hassan Kim had a pretty solid season hitting uh, defensively. He's an absolute wizard everywhere in the infield. Um, I don't know. For me, it's just a scary signing um, because what uh, is he going to become? Your leadoff hitter for the next four or five years and set the tone at the top of the lineup and you know hit three hundred and. If you're not going to provide a lot of pop, which we're not sure about, he doesn't have a lot of pop-hitting seasons over there. And San Francisco, you know, that's that's a stadium. You're, they got a big right field wall over there. Um, you know, you, you need to be like a 280, 300-type hitter if that's going to be your skill set. And that's skill set. And that's just hard at the MLB level. So, uh, obviously, a guy to root for. But, you know, for a lot of the big names we've talked about potentially going to the San Francisco Giants – they're making a big bet on Lee, and like you're saying, like you know, as baseball fans, you should root for this, and let's let's start more of a Korean 
pipeline and do this, but hey, you got to be a little nervous as a Giants fan. Yeah, it's the biggest investment they've made. Uh, like of recent, you know, they've been trying to spend money like crazy, but I think it's the biggest investment of uh, like on this squad. Yeah, what's the what's the GM's name? Um, Farhan Zaidi. Yeah, yeah, Farhan Zaidi. I think it's his biggest signing. Uh, kind of nuts. I don't know. Uh, Shinsu Chu never played in the KB in the KBO. He came over as a high schooler and faced uh, American. Uh, like went through our minor league pitches. Yeah. Went through our minor yeah, league yeah. pitching. You. you it, you know, Kim, Kim's the best batter to come over from the KBO. It took him a little bit. His defense allowed him to get that time. And he's just, you know, just above average uh, offensively. 105 OPS, 107 OPS the last two years, which is good. He's, like, awesome. I, everyone likes him, and he's really good. But it's tough. It's, like, a crazy. I, I think people were shocked by the number here. Um, and Hassan th- Kim was four years, $28 million. Yeah, and there's, there's videos and, like, data about when um, – Leah faces pitches 93 miles per hour or over, and it's, it's, it's really ugly to watch. Have you seen it, Trev? I, I've, that's the one thing, like, that even, okay. I'd love to Young get your Park take said that. on his swing because there's a video. Maybe I'll try to send you a link. It's real long. It's long. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's, that's the thing. It's, it's, if you're playing the KBO and then you come over to Major League Baseball, the thing I've heard from guys that come over from the Korean League and from Japan is that, dude, it's just like everyone's just a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger over here. Um, and the velocity is higher and guys can hit for power. Like Byung-Ho Park, that was one of the first things he said to me. He was like, man, everybody's hitting for power. Like in BP, everyone's hitting home runs. Like he couldn't believe it. So there is a little bit of an adjustment period. I mean, and and not to say that he's not going to make the adjustments. And I think if you look, if you zoom out and you talk about this contract, I know that the end number is, is, is still pretty big. Uh, but if you if you say, okay, we're, we're going to get a premium defensive outfielder, which the Giants needed big time, especially in center field last year. We're going to get a premium, hopefully a premium center fielder defensively. And then on base skills, usually that will translate. Like, you know, it's not going to, he's not going to have a, a 400 OBP, I don't think, in his first season in Major League Baseball. But, like, you know, if he's up there 370 and you're playing a premium defensive outfield and you can steal some bags, then I'm like, okay, that 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 makes sense. You, not everyone that gets paid has to hit home runs and hit for power all the time, especially now with the way stolen bases have gone. So if he can go come over and steal some bags, play an elite center field, then I'm like, okay, I'm I'm on board for this deal because what kind of, you know, what kind of weapon it is to have a, a guy that can go run the ball down out in center field and can get on base. Like that's that's a premium type weapon that deserves a premium type contract. Is basically what he got. So, I think that I think the Giants are banking on that. Like, they're really looking for him to come over and have. You know, there's there's a floor and there's a ceiling. They're looking for him obviously to be more towards that ceiling, and I think they're basing it on that. Like, let's get some defensive prowess out there. Let's get some on base stuff, and then we'll see what happens. I mean, they needed this for sure in that outfield. Would you rather have? Jung-Hoo Lee for six years, 132, or Tyler Glass now for five years, 136? That's a great question. Fuck. Glass now. Well, it depends <clears throat> what we're, wait, what team am I on? Because that yep. makes a difference. I don't <clears throat> This is what I don't get about players coming out of the KBO. How bad is the Giants farm system? Like, KBO is equivalent to AAA. You got a guy raking at AAA because you have him for five hundred grand for the next three years. You're gonna go pay this dude that much money? They're they're similar leagues. The only difference is in those leagues, they're professionals trying to win every day, not like trying to hone the yeah. craft. So like they're really like getting after it and and playing for like contracts in their life. So they're like you know the mindset. Everyone talks about the mindset being way different. Like, but the skill set's the same. That's what always kind of weirds me out about this is like, you don't got a guy in your system that is crushing it, or you can't trade for that because it's, it's, it's a lot of money. I hope he pans out, but it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. But, uh, you know, when you're playing in the KBO, I believe there's three or four foreigners allowed on a team. And then everyone else is Korean. And, they, you know, like there's a certain type of ball that each 
country plays. I mean, Americans play ball different than Dominicans and Venezuelans. And you see guys come over from uh, Japan and Korea and they play, they play ball different things. You know, what are, you know, a, a lot of Asian pitchers come over and they throw splitters and, uh, and that doesn't happen in America a lot. Right. So like there's just differences in culture and how you play the game and, and, and your style and all that stuff. I think, I don't really know where I was going with this, but when you come over and all of a sudden you're just seeing kind of like a different type of baseball, there is going to be an adjustment period. It's just bottom line. And and hopefully he's able to make that adjustment quickly. And because I, I want to root for this guy. His press conference was great. The Giants do need some character, some fun out there. Logan Webb is pissed at everyone talking about the city of San Francisco. He's mad at Rowdy Telez. He's mad at me for saying it. I didn't say it, bro. Buster Posey said it. Buster Posey said people are asking about the city of San Francisco, whether that's warranted or not. And a lot of people who live there say it's not that bad. It's it's overblown by the media. Um, the Giants needed this. I'm I mean, all it. right, Giants fans. You got, looks like he's ranked in your system, and he got a cup of oh coffee gosh. in the league last year, Wade Meckler. Uh, his number, ball guy. His numbers in AAA, AA last year, are fucking insane. <laughs> it's like one dot. And then 966. Now, in 20 games in MLB level, he struggled. But you could be looking at the same exact thing. So, I don't know. So we'll hope, hope the scouts got it right. Um, three outfield spots. Yeah, and I think, I, I guess the thing that makes me, that to be, to be skeptical about it, let's say, let's say they got it right. Let's say this yeah. dude comes over and, and he's the dude. He's, he's got a great contact bat. He's hitting, he's hitting 315. He's got like a 780 OPS. He's playing solid defense. Like that doesn't change my Giants outlook at all. So I guess that's where I get a little, a little nervous. But like a lot of teams, it's going to be how do their young guys, how does Luis Matos, how does Luciano, um, Wade Meckler pod, uh, you know, those guys are going to dictate the Giants' future more. But, you know, to see 100 mil go out, you know, you'd kind of like to say, like, wow, you know, this guy might make the all-star team. Like, this changes our whole lineup dynamic. Hopefully we're saying that in a couple months. And, like, good job, Giants. But it's it's a little nervous. They had him penciled in. They have him penciled in the leadoff. The first, like, lineups that came out, they was penciled in, like, seven. Seven. I was like, what? What? You better believe. God, I would love to see him bat lead off. Like, first at bat of the season goes to him. Like, that, I love that, man. I, I'm rooting for this guy big Why time. Not? I really am. Send one into the drink. Uh, <laughs> the offseason is about BetterHelp, and this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to, to define how you give to yourself, and the holidays are a great time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easy on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest. Remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. And hey, if you think therapy might be the move for you, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So in this season of giving, give yourself what you need. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash baseball. There you go. Today, you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash baseball. There's a link in the description. Give it a look if it's something you're looking for. The Royals know what they're looking for, Jake. <laughs> they're looking for one-year deals with a player option for the second. They've given out a bunch of those now. Uh, and I'm interested to know what you know about this because what's going on? Waka, 16 mil, player option for 16 mil in 2025. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Renfro, five and a half mil, player option, seven and a half mil next year. Chris Stratton, three and a half, then four and a half. Who, who got, so Seth Lugo got two years? We got guys in Kansas City, baby. A lot of people coming over. Waka flock of flame after his t- 24 starts, a 3-2-2 ERA. Seth Lugo, 3-5-7, 26 starts. Uh, <laughs> Will Smith, Nick Anderson, Chris Stratton in their bullpen, and uh, Hunter Renfro going to the lineup. So, 
like we say with a lot of Royal stuff, I don't know what it's going to mean. Uh, could a lot of these guys be trade pieces at midseason? Yes. If the Royals get a little bit of that baseball juice and Bobby Witt Jr. continues to ascend to the stardom that he's heading for. Vinny Pasquantino, our guy, will be back next year. Um, congratulations. And I think congratulations. Just got married over the weekend. Just texted him, heading off to his honeymoon. Go get nice. it, Vinny. Chatted Congrats. with him in Nashville. Whoops. Uh, um, I think we all think, Django, um, for me, the AL Central, and we can start with the Royals, but we're going to zoom out to the Tigers a little bit. Trev, they're smelling some blood in the water. No, no. I don't know what your twins are up to. They haven't really made their move this offseason yet. Um, and I still don't think any of these teams are really near the Twins' class. But seeing these teams make these moves makes me think they think the Central's going to be open this year. Um, or we're just going to look back and be like, what the? What was that? I think they just need bodies. They, they have no one on their roster. I mean, think about it. They just added six guys. And that's the that's that's all their... It was Salvi Perez was the only one... With a contract. Uh, Jake Brents. There's a good article on Fangrass right now. Ben Clemens wrote it. Don't know Ben, but it was an insightful article about the Royals in their offseason. And the main takeaway, and there's a big quote from um, their GM, J.J. Piccolo. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, basically saying they need veterans. A lot of young guys. We need veterans around these guys to like basically coach them up to you know get them to where they need to be. So yeah, you're getting bodies, you're getting guys to eat innings, you're doing all these things, but you need to surround your young core. They have some guys that that you know we mentioned a few of them already, but like they have they need some veteran leadership on the team, and that's what they went out and got. I mean, the, the quote is very clear. Uh, we didn't have a fallback as far as having more veteran players around our young guys, so it fell on all, all of our young guys, and that made it difficult for them. So you go out and you get a guy like Waka who's been around the block, different teams. He's learned from a lot of different people. He'll be able to come in and help the uh, rotation. Same thing with Seth Lugo. Will Smith has just won three freaking World Series in a row. He comes back to the organization that he started with. Hit a homer against Will Smith when he was a starter with the Royals. No big deal. But, wow. So like you get, you're getting these veteran guys around your players. I, I, I don't think they believe that they can really compete for the AL Central. I mean, it wouldn't huh. shock me if we're into June – and they're there. The AL Central is not, I mean, as we stand right now, the Twins are the best team, and then everyone behind them is just kind of behind them. The White Sox are, who knows what's going on over there. Uh, you know, I think the Tigers, you know, they can be okay. Like, they, they went on a decent run there at the end of the year, so you can count the Tigers into maybe competing. The Guardians are probably going to ship some more people out, but they'll probably be in the hunt too, and then the Royals can kind of be in that pack. But I think... All these signings are, yes, about veterans around the young guys. And then if they do, you know, get off to a fast start, yeah, there's, there's some trade pieces there. I think this is a deal that makes sense for the Royals who probably say we're not in our window just yet, but we're getting there. Yeah, I think it's uh, basically, you know, bridging the gap while teaching the kids. You're getting a bunch of player coaches. Uh, you're paying them because they can get traded and go be part of something. So they're going to get everyday reps with the Royals here. So it's a nice place to sign if no one else is really offering you that. And if you play uh, really well and you want to lock into the player option, you get that. So the Royals are clearly, I think that's kind of what they're selling these guys is, hey, come here, get everybody reps, build a culture, culture, help us with our kids. If you crush it, you can tap into this. If you think you can get more, you can go get more elsewhere. But I don't think they're hunting down the twins with these signings. I think they're going to have a fun month. Like there's going to be one fun month where you're like, whoa, could this be? And then ultimately... I don't like. I I think a couple of years down the road, Kansas City is going to be a destination where free agents are really going to be looking to sign. It's a, it's a great place. I mean, it's a it's a it's a chill city. You're not going to be you know bothered too much. You're going to be able to focus on ball. It's fun enough. Uh, the ballpark is great. Uh, the travel is great because you're in the central. And if they do this this young corp, they start to you know uh, continue to grow. And you know there there does become a. a, a a window for you know winning the central. I think guys are going to want to go there. It's it's actually shocking. I know that I know they have to offer the money to these free agents to go there, and that's part of it. Um, but it's it's shocking to me that it hasn't been kind of more of a destination. It really is uh, a great place to play, and when and the fans are awesome when they 
put together any sort of product on that field, the fans show up in droves. It's it's a good place to play. Seth Lugo's $45 million, the fourth largest deal in Royals franchise history. Alex Gordon, Ian Kennedy, and Jimmy's Gilmesh. Gilmesh. He had I the saw stuff. That too. People liked him. People liked him. Gil Mesh. Gil Mesh. Do you remember the guy? He was with the Rangers. This is off subject, but he he changed his shoe size. He just was wearing the wrong size shoes, and all of a sudden he started raking. No. God, I got to remember that name. Beavers, can you what find that hell? out for me? Mensch. Kevin Mensch. Kevin Mensch? Well, he's, mm-hmm. the big, he's the big hat guy. It's got to be the shoes for Kevin Mensch. Since finally getting the right size shoes last week, just, Mensch is on a torrid streak. Right Texas Rangers record with home runs. <laughs> in six straight games, including two grand slams and 20 RBI in a week. <laughs> I'm thinking about changing shoes too, teammate Gerald Laird said. Our world <laughs> used to be so pure. That just describes Menchie's personality, to not even know what size shoe you wear. You know, I, I, did, I was wearing the wrong size shoes until I was like late 20s. Why? Because my foot's so fat. That I was just told that, like, a, as a 13 or 14 year old, what size I was. But really, that was to accommodate for the width, not the length. So I could actually, if I got like wide, I could fit into smaller. Ah. Uh, so when I went, the, okay. when I went to get fitted for a suit, she was like, You're not an 11. I was like, What are you talking about? I'm 26 years old. I know what size shoe I am. She was like, you're 10. 10 wide. 10 wide. Like, all right. 10 wide. Fuck yourself. Give me the 11. Not changing who I am mm-hmm. for you. So I'm Kevin Mensch. You are Kevin Mensch. Okay. I'm okay. glad we figured that out because that was on my mind. wonder what his deal was. I think he was the guy. He was the biggest head in baseball for a while. Oh. Yeah, him and Bruce Bochy. Yeah. He was an eight. Yeah. He, well, he was an eight and a quarter. Big head, okay. big feet, big homer number. That's an interesting Texas. topic. Who's got the biggest head? Carlos Silva comes to mind for me. That looked like a big head on him. Okay. OG might still be the king. All right. Go Royals, go. Where do you want to move <laughs> he to was wearing, He was wearing shoes that were too battle. small, and it caused a sprain in his toe since he was 15. I mean, that's... That's boy math. That's some mensch head shit. I love that. That's nuts. The Rangers, the Tigers. You want to stay with the Tigers? Flaherty going to the Tigers? Trev. I talked to him throughout the offseason. He had multiple offers. Um, I think the Tigers were strongest on him the entire time, according to the kind of like what he told me. And, um, you know, my advice to him was go somewhere – Go somewhere where, you know, you think you have a good pitching coach. It's a good ballpark to pitch in. Because it's essentially another platform year for you. You know, if you're not going to get a long-term deal, and you're not going to get your, you know, your five years right now, and he wasn't based coming off of the seasons he's had. So go go get another platform year. And I think Detroit's, a, I mean, I know Detroit's a good place to pitch. That's a big ballpark there. Um, so, you know, he's, he's working hard. He's not in L.A. anymore. He moved somewhere else. I'm not going to disclose, I guess, where he went, but he's, He's focused, and I'm excited for him. I think I told him, I said, $14 million plus, you know, some bonuses. That's that's pretty good, dude. I said, the dinner's on you for the rest of your career. You've made more money than me now, and it's finally you can start buying me dinner. It's great. It's a great, it's a great contract for me. Whoa. I'll say that. And I got the scoop on passing, and I was texting our group chat, and he's like, hey, you can put the news out if you want. And I was just saying, should our Talking Baseball account put it out? But nobody responded, and I knew – if I didn't get it out there, that passing would scoop it up, and I ended up getting it out there, what, like two minutes before he put it out. So he lives in and Ann he, Arbor now? He lives in Ann Arbor, yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, here's what the Tigers are telling themselves. We finished second place in the Mighty Central last year. We added Mark Canna. We've added Kenta Maeda. We've added Jack Flaherty, Chafin in the bullpen. They're saying Riley Green and Torkelson are going to get another yes. year older. Tiger fans are going to believe in stuff. I don't know what that stuff is, 
Like if you're a Royals nice fan, a ceiling. you're a Royals fan. It's pretty tough to make the leap from 56 wins last year with a couple of those ads to get to where you want to be. Tiger fans are are believing they're going to be chasing at least whatever the Twins are this year or one of those last wild card spots, which teams are going to look at what the Diamondbacks did this year and say, hey, if we can somehow get in the dance and find a little magic, we'll figure it out. So uh, I'm happy Tiger fans are going to have a little hope heading into the season. Again, it's very much going to be a, I think we look back in July and say, what did it mean? Does a punchy Tigers team fight for a wild card or is it kind of the same sadness it's been the past couple of years? Torkelson keep taking some steps. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they lost their two good starting pitchers, and they were second place is a generous thing to say. They were sure is. eight games back and Accurate. like way under 500. So I, I think they're more, hey, hey, let's have some good seasons, trade these guys, keep getting better prospects. It's interesting. So say they are in, you know, contention and they're in the wild, they're, you know, a game out of the wild card, maybe even a game up in the wild card come the trade deadline. It's I'm always fascinated with these teams who like probably didn't really think that they'd be there, but maybe some guys, you know, had great seasons. And now all of a sudden you're looking, what do we do? We have Flaherty here. He's having a good year. Do we just keep it? And now we have to add at the deadline to see if we can just sneak in there or do you, can you maximize on that contract and go get some prospects or or whatever it is? I think the Tigers might be in that position. And I, I'm always curious when those teams get there. Like, you know, the Angels had, you know, the ultimate decision this year, whether to go for it or not go for it, and they end up going for it. I, I love – it's almost like you're putting a front office's feet to the fire and saying, hey, what are you going to do? You didn't really expect to be here. Are you going to give your fan base what they deserve, go out and add players, or are you going to – Stick to your guns and your plan for the season and go trade a guy who's got a, a three five and you know fall out of contention in the last two months. It's I'm hope I think that's the Tigers' best case scenario. And I hope they get there. And I, I want to see what kind of decision they'll make. It'll be it'll be fun. It's tough if they don't have Flaherty or Maeda or he's got a year, so maybe Maeda helps more or Canna having like an amazing year. Like you have multiple teams mm-hmm. offering to get you some good prospects. If they have like, um, you know, you know, Flaherty got traded last year for the Rangers. I don't think the haul that they got back because they traded so much would be enough for the Tigers uh, if they're in it and uh, able to, you know, still climb. The, the Cardinals were way out of it, so they traded everybody. But he'd have to be like, you know, you got four teams chasing down Flaherty and you're going to get a good yeah. prospect package, which I think is the best case scenario for the Tigers next year is that some of these guys are coveted come the deadline and they can get a return. Maximizing a, the contract, like you said, 84 Trev. games, 84 wins. Got the Diamondbacks into the playoffs last year and then they went on a run. It's wild. That's what a lot of these teams, a lot of these teams are going to tell themselves, especially in the I Central. Know. What are the White Sox up to? I know that's not this episode, but you said that, and I thought to myself, what are they up to? I think they're the worst I mean, team in the Central. Everyone's trade cease. They did get Drew Butera on their coaching staff. Okay. So that makes a difference. Okay. That Culture. changes things. Did Kai Correa go there too? No, he's Cleveland. Went to Cleveland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can vote. Wow. Nice. That's Hi, a nice guys. combo. You think he's going to start Talk like, about looking like vote now? <laughs> He's like a chameleon type oh, coach where just God. whatever the manager looks like, he tries to get in there. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he owes it to us. He does, though. Too. <laughs> puts, on a, puts on a couple LBs over the holidays. <laughs> I mean, he's just so happy he doesn't have to keep up with Gabe working out yeah. and protein shakes. He didn't like that. <laughs> that shit. was hard. He didn't like that at all. The fake glasses, none of that was him. He's telling his family, I can eat at Christmas dinner this year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that bread. Molly goes to the Rangers and Scherzer's out till midseason. Those are updates. And Yamamoto is uh, uh, requesting second meetings with every team. Dude, he's going to get $300 million? He's tiny. That's what, that's what uh, an inside source, someone who's been on the show before, mm. someone who pitched in the, I don't know, KBO or Nippon? Tim Medville. Tim Melville? Nip- yeah, Melville. Melville. Medville. Um, He's 5'10". 
Yeah, he's Pedro sized, five ten, like one seventy. Uh, I think kinda, I love his his uh, wind up too. It's like he does slow he's and just simple. starts to fall, and then all of a sudden his body catches up. Yeah, I actually awesome. do, I actually do like that a lot too. Do you see the javelin? He that's what uh, Tim told me. He's like he throws a javelin in the outfield when he warms up. God, love that's like awesome. I googled his name in English and javelin in English. Nothing came up, so I had to go to Google Translate. Translated all Japanese. Great videos of him throwing this little toy javelin. It's like a toy. It's like a Nerf missile. Okay, not a javelin. I'll I'll share. As we babble, you better bring the javelin. As we babble through this last part of the episode with the couple World Series teams making moves and the Yamamoto signing to the Yankees, it took the Mayflower nine and a half weeks to cross the Atlantic. Trev, you remember that? Just over a couple of months to get to a whole new world. And with Babbel, you can get there in less time because you can start speaking a new language in three weeks. Why Babbel? Boom, because it works, people. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars to a private tutor, Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Uh, maybe you got a road trip for the holidays coming up, throw on a little Babbel, learn something, take care of yourself. And... How about a deal? We love a deal. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash talking. 55% off at babbel.com slash talking. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash talking. There's a link in the description. Just uh, learn a language. Why not? Why not? Then it'd be easier for me to find the Javelin videos. I texted it to you guys. It's like a giant Nerf yeah. missile. That's that Nerf. I'm getting one for Teddy. I love that. Nice. I made him a towel. You, know, you guys know the towel drill? You just grab a towel and you you know do the whipping motion. That's how Jake warms up for Blitzball. Yeah. Well, Jimmy yeah. hits me with the towel. Okay. I like the javelin. Do you want to talk about Loris Gurriel Jr.? Goes back to my snakes. I'll handle this one. Uh, I thought it was funny. I think there was a little... Uh, those corner outfielders, there's Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Teoscar, a couple other guys. And uh, I thought it was funny. Teoscar and the Dimebacks became kind of a good fit for each other, right? We got hair in the stands. Uh, we're having a good time. He, uh, he gave, like, his end-of-season thank you uh, note as, like, you know, what, what a run, and I'm on to my next thing. I, I think it was a little, you know, fake social media negotiations because I think D-backs were – one of the best options for him to go back to. And they keep it together, man. Um, so he, he had one of his better years uh, versus lefties. Uh, and actually, some of his numbers, despite having a solid season, uh, he had an accumulator season uh, instead of some of his other, like it was his career low batting average, which 261, kind of impressive. Um, but it was his most games played. It was his most home runs. Um, and I think if you're the Dimebacks, you you got a nice righty piece that's always going to be a threat in the middle of the lineup. If you need him to play corner outfield, you can. Or uh, with some of the talented defensive people they have, he could become kind of your uh, a go-to DH option if you need to um, and have some weird, crazy hair nights at the stadium and all that. So uh, D-backs said they were going to you know, keep their wallets going this offseason, and now they've got a ton of their core back. They made the E-Rod move. Snakes fans are feeling pretty good. He, he was great in left field. On our notes here, second to Stephen Kwan in defensive run saves last year with 14. That's that's very impressive. So is he, I'm going to ask you, Snakes legend, Jake, Like, is he, is he starting? He is, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like in a platoon fashion or like he's going to be the everyday left? He has to be, right? Well, they, they have a lot of talented outfielders like Corbin Carroll – and Thomas and Alec Thomas are going to be out McCarthy. there starting every day. So I think depending the matchup, um, they got McCarthy, uh, Dom Fletcher came over for them last year. So I, I think if they need him to play the outfield, good. If you got a guy that needs to slot in to the DH for a period of time, also good. So, um, and that snakes lineup, man, Carol, Marte, Moreno, Walker, Suarez, Thomas, Gurriel, Jr. Perdomo, like the crew's back. They got, they got, I've said this on this show before, 
they have like no question marks on their team, which is you just can't say that for uh, really any other rosters right now. I'm guessing I probably could find a few teams, but very few teams have no question marks. Braves. And I don't think I don't think that yeah, Braves don't have any question marks. Uh Arizona doesn't. They they feel good with this group to start the year. Yeah. It's awesome. Phillies. Phillies don't hate themselves. Phillies like themselves. Yeah, you're talking and we're talking. Talking big teams, boys. But the National League. Yeah. Sabrina Carpenter. National League, Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> National League is the only <laughs> league that's really done free agent stuff. I don't know if you saw Passon's tweet the other day, but it's all NL teams that have paid money in free agency and made moves. Yes. Interesting. Yankees have paid money in trades. Trades. Seas yeah. um, to the Orioles was rumored recently. That makes a lot of sense. It does. I didn't know if they were going to do it. That was, it was, they said it was between Orioles and. I think Reds are supposed to be big on him. Oh, yeah. I saw one that was like Orioles and something. I forget. The teams, the, teams, the teams that, that want. Teams that miss Yamamoto might, might team, pivot. Teams that want two years of a guy and won't pay for real free agents. Dylan Cease is their dream. So Cease should ask for one of them glass now extensions. Hey, give me that. He's asking yeah. for more. Yeah. I don't think the whole. I got I got stuff, and I know you. Started- you think last night was like what? Like I get to get a, I get to negotiate a long term deal right now. This is awesome. It's fired up. Like best case in L.A. The best case scenario. Like imagine getting that news. The Rays gave him that pillow contract for the second year, coming off a of yeah. DJ, and now hey, you're get, getting traded, but it's only if we get you the extension. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what are we talking? What are you offering? Buck thirty seven. <laughs> okay, done. It's like fucking where I signed. I mean, knowing him and his personality and the way he handles things, he's just going to be like, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, no, things worked out. Yeah. Just shredded. Fucking Ken. Shredded wheat. Jess, okay. Well, let's close off one thing before we get back to Jess and Glass now, which is a recurring segment on this show. Um, (laughs) But uh, you mentioned Molly to the Rangers. He's not going to be back till midseason, and Scherzer's not going to be back till midseason after his back surgery. So that's an interesting Why would you ever, speaking of the Otani thing we were talking about earlier, why would you ever have Scherzer pitch in April, May, or June? Uh, Regular season's out. Fool's errand. Is that what we're doing now? We're done with the regular season? I don't want to. Fucking, that's what what the expanded wild card did. Diamondbacks won 70 games, and they're in the World Series. Who gives a shit? All things muddied up. But honestly, I'm putting on a overly grumpy for effect. Yes. It is. Is that an Instagram filter? It it is. (laughs) It it is watered down. Like, yeah, why would you risk injuring a a, a talent like that in the first half? Like, we're going to see so many more baby steps, especially if you are good enough or in a division um, open enough. You know, the AL East can't do it because that's a really tight, uh, not the AL East, the NL East is what I meant to say. That's the tightest one with Phillies and Braves. But um, AL West, too, I think you can Miami, say. Miami like, made the playoffs last year, another 84-win team. I know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't think it's like basketball necessarily just yet where those teams really don't care. I mean, they had to put an in-season tournament for people to tune into the regular season for basketball because they just – I think what sixteen teams make the playoffs, right? Half the teams. Yeah, sure. base, baseball is double the amount of games. There. You know. So yeah, I mean, look, I don't think it, we're at that level yet, but I I agree. There's Great. some guys where you can make that case, like fuck it, like you, we don't need you yet, bro. Yeah, I think that's few cases, but it's very few teams. That. Like the Yankees, I can't could see do that it because they need to win every game. They need to, you know, Rangers just won some. But for try. for guys like Scherzer, Otani. Uh, I don't know, injury risk starting pitchers, mostly. It seems like we're going to get to a point. If the, if you're on the Dodgers, you're guaranteed to make the playoffs. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know if this is point or counterpoint to you, but the Braves, they all played every single fucking game. Oldest coaching in staff the end, in baseball. it didn't matter right. because they lost in the playoffs. Maybe if they would have kept them fresh a little bit more. I love when you quote Lincoln Park. <laughs> Final segment of the show, Jess and Glass now. R.P. Chester. Um, she met him for the first time at the wedding. Um, and, you know, they had a nice time together. Glass now posted his 
uh, like his thank you Instagram to Tampa. And Jess replied and was like, really proud of you. And I was like, okay, Jess. <laughs> she said, really proud of you? I'll, I'll bring it up. Because I was a little, I was a slightly taken aback. Like it was nice. Proud that's, of him for what though? That's, that's an odd. That's behind. the word "proud" threw me off. That's like you like, can be yeah. happy. That's a really weird. Let's see, because it's almost like to... like you have you know those auto-populated responses that they offer you sometimes on right. things. It's almost like it. LinkedIn. She selected one, but they would never <laughs> offer really proud of you. She said, <laughs> "This is her reply." So proud! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! And then she said, "Tampa will miss you, but hello, L.A." So oh, yeah, she's jazzed up about it. So I'm. Ha- I agree with all of that. I'm happy she she knows. And Glass now liked it. So, I mean, she knows all the. She knows all the stuff. So she now check the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa, you, you will, need to go through that. Tampa pictures? will miss him. I mean, she is also kind of from Tampa, so there's a little angle from there. But um, yeah, I don't know. Jason, so ass. proud. He's also, he's also an extremely handsome man. So okay. proud. He's like he's almost really the exact up. opposite of you. He's no just, offense. He's just beautiful. Like man, woman, whatever I'm just it is. Ken. He's a good dude. You're not. Yeah. He's super tall. He's super ripped. Hit the music. He's got a lot like of money. All right, we're out. We're out. Subscribe. Jake, you're a good guy. Hey, yeah, you guys guy. are both good guys. Good guy. He likes about laugh. it. Ew, that's who. He liked to laugh. Jake sucks. Jake sucks. Shit. Change up was built. Still. Herbal, not so much. Loopy. Pop.